Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of herpes gestationis and pemphigoid gestationis found under the obstetric section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 29-year-old G1P0 woman at 30 weeks pregnancy presents to her dermatologist for a rash that started on her abdomen. She reports having significant itch with this rash. She denies any new cosmetic or medication exposures in the past few months. Her pregnancy is otherwise healthy without complications. On physical exam, she has multiple edematous pink papules and plaques on her abdomen without scale. There is one tense intact bulla noted on her left lower abdomen. A biopsy is done and sent for histology, and direct immunofluorescence demonstrates a subepidermal split. Let's continue with an introduction to herpes gestationis or pemphigoid gestationis. As a general overview, remember that pemphigoid gestationis, which is also known as herpes gestationis, is an autoimmune bolus dermatosis that occurs during the second or third trimester of pregnancy or in the immediate postpartum period. Treatment is usually with oral corticosteroids. Conditions that are associated include thyroid disease, particularly Graves' disease, as well as premature birth. In terms of the epidemiology, this occurs in 1 in 50,000 pregnancies, and demographically, it affects pregnant women. Risk factors include an association with HLA-DR3 and HLA-DR4, as well as a history of pemphigoid gestationis with previous pregnancies. In terms of the pathogenesis, there is an antibody to BPAG2, which is a component of the hemidesmosome. BPAG2 is also known as BP180. It is unclear, though, why these antibodies form, although there are hypotheses that include cross-reactivity between placental tissue and the skin. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms will include a periumbilical rash that progresses to tense bullae, significant pruritus, and flares with delivery of the neonate. On exam, one will note edematous pink urticaria-like papules and plaques, as well as tense vesicles or bullae. However, these do spare the mucous membranes. In terms of further studies, Histology will demonstrate dermal edema, subepidermal bullae, and eosinophils. On direct immunofluorescence, one will note linear C3 deposition at the basement membrane, and some patients will also have linear deposition of IgG. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about polymorphic eruption of pregnancy, with key distinguishing factors being that it may also present with pruritic urticarial papules and plaques on the abdomen, but it will not progress to bullae, and direct immunofluorescence will be negative. In terms of treatment, medical options include oral corticosteroids. This is indicated for symptomatic relief, and typically topical corticosteroids are not effective. Complications related to herpes gestationis include that the fetus has an increased risk of premature birth. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that it is generally good and it may resolve spontaneously after delivery. Now that we've discussed the major points relating to herpes gestationis, let's walk through a question to apply what we've learned and get a sense of how the topic might be tested. For this question, consider the following clinical scenario. A 29-year-old G2P1 woman at 37 weeks gestation presents to her primary care physician with a three-day history of an abrupt onset of extremely pruritic urticarial papules and blisters on the abdomen and trunk. Her pregnancy has otherwise been unremarkable, and she is currently taking folate and a multivitamin. Her husband recently had an upper respiratory infection, and her son recently had a fever and a rash. The patient has never been vaccinated, nor has anyone else in the family. She has a history of cold sores and chickenpox. Her temperature is 98 degrees Fahrenheit, 
or 36.7 degrees Celsius. Blood pressure is 120 over 84, pulse is 85 beats per minute, respirations are 14 breaths per minute, and oxygen saturation is 98% on room air. Her physical exam demonstrates vesicular skin lesions and ruptured bullae around her umbilicus. Which of the following is the most likely diagnosis? And the answer choices are Choice 1. Bullous pemphigoid Choice 2. Herpes simplex virus Choice 3. Herpes zoster virus Choice 4. Pemphigoid gestationis Or choice 5. Pemphigus vulgaris The best answer to this question is Choice 4. Pemphigoid gestationis this pregnant patient is presenting with erythematous urticarial patches and plaques that progress to tense vesicles and blisters, suggesting a diagnosis of pemphigoid gestationis. Pemphigoid gestationis is a pruritic blistering dermatologic disorder unique to pregnancy. It is not associated with past or present herpes infections. The onset is generally later in pregnancy, typically occurring in the second trimester or later. The distribution involves the abdomen or extremities, but it may be generalized. It can present with intense pruritus, followed by visible skin lesions including urticarial plaques, papules, and vesicles with sparing of the palms, soles, and mucous membranes. Tense blisters are often formed subsequently, which can rupture. It is thought to be an autoimmune condition triggered by pregnancy with antibodies against hemidesmosomal proteins that causes separation of the epidermis from the dermis. It is associated with other autoimmune diseases such as Hashimoto thyroiditis, grave disease, or pernicious anemia. Let's also discuss why the other choices are incorrect. Choice 1. Bullous pemphigoid is an autoimmune skin condition commonly affecting the elderly. It presents with pruritic skin lesions and tense bullae that do not rupture under pressure. Choice 2. Herpes simplex virus is a possible diagnosis in this patient. However, it would be more likely to present as a reactivation rather than a generalized rash over the abdomen. Electric pain may precede reactivation and vesicles may be present. Choice 3. Herpes zoster is a viral skin condition that when it reactivates causes shingles. It is painful and it typically is limited to one dermatome. Choice 5. Pemphigus vulgaris occurs secondary to anti-desmosomal antibodies as well as painful bullae which rupture easily and can be found on mucosal surfaces. It is possible but less likely given this patient's age and current pregnancy. Finally, a bullet summary. Pemphigoid gestationis occurs after the second trimester of pregnancy and presents with pruritic bullae which may rupture. That's all for this review about herpes gestationis or pemphigoid gestationis. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.